the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Woolley Show starts right now. Hey, before I go to the phone, I want to tell you something real quick. Uh, you know, since COVID, many of us are working from home. And uh, you can utilize that to take advantage of another opportunity. I'm talking about financial mastery. Uh, unlock the doors to financial mastery with the Alpha Beta Report. Their team of experts simplifies the complex, offering courses, private lessons, and a live trading arena. It's more than education. It's a revolution. And you can, be, you can begin your journey at alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. Okay, I want to go right to the phone line and welcome in George from Newark. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, Chad. Um, best wishes to Bruce first point recovery. Amen. I'm calling in because I share the same fears as you and concerns. But one of my concerns extends of that extends to all these data centers, these Amazon, these Google, these Facebook, and whatever else is going on, particularly, especially down there on Beach Road. What is all this data for? What are they collecting? Are they going to have a dossier on every single person? Like, what are they doing? (laughs) George, um, that's a great question. And so, you know, I don't know a whole lot about data and, and data gathering other than what I've read um, it, it through a different lens and different purview, particularly for business purposes. My understanding is, you know, big data is important because it can show trends and it helps with analysis and, and predictive stuff. But I share your concern. When you when you go beyond the big data and when you start diving into individual Stuff like each individual has some sort of digital footprint based on what I've heard about what the federal cops are doing. I, I, for one moment, don't believe anything that I even type into a computer has any semblance of privacy protection. And for example, to your point, uh, I'm looking at datacenterjournal.com and it appears Ohio has 40 data centers run by 27 organizations two in Akron 10 in Cincinnati, 9 in Cleveland 16 in Columbus, one in Dayton one in Parma and one in Toledo Um, I don't know the answer to that question but great results start with curiosity and I like you am curious uh what do you think, uh, George? Do you think that they're, they being some <laughs> nefarious group is collecting information on, on all of us? Uh, I wouldn't say one nefarious group, but I would say that there are way too many data centers collecting way too much data. And in the computer world, all that data is accessible to 
someone who knows how to access it. Thank you for that. I, I would agree with you. You know, I had a good conversation, by the way, with uh, Congressman Warren Davidson a couple of months back. And I need to look up again where his bill stands in the legislative process. But he was working to divorce the federal government from private entities who who capture data. He was essentially saying um, it, it, if the federal police aren't going directly to the data source and basically subpoenaing information, the government is buying it from third parties who are collecting the data. And that was kind of their workaround in, in violation of your constitutional privilege and right to privacy. And he put that bill forward. I don't know where it stands in the house. I don't know that it would pass the Senate. My goodness, I would hope so. Um, but we'll look into that at another time. But that is a, legitimate concern, even if it's not a policing agency that is gathering and assimilating the data, if it's just a private organization, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not finding its way back to the government. Um, and so that's why bills like Congressman Davidson's are are super important. So, you know, it kind of begs the question, how did we get here? And, and I'm going to kind of back into what I think is is one of the answers to that question by talking about a story that hit the cycle, the news cycle last week that we didn't give a lot of credence to. And, and I want to now. Kevin McCarthy announced last week that he will resign from Congress at year's end to, quote, serve America in new ways, end quote. Uh, What's he going to do next? I don't know. He wrote in an op-ed in the New York Times, I know my work is only getting started. Now, you may remember his speakership ended two months earlier when a faction led by uh, Florida Republican firebrand Matt Gates initiated ousting him. Now, Governor Gavin Newsom is required to call an election within two weeks uh, of the seat being vacated. So at the year's end, he's got two weeks. And within, I believe it's 126 to 140 days, he has to hold an election. But speculation is there's already an election scheduled. That's the congressional primaries in California on March 5th. So his replacement will likely be decided then. Now, his district is solidly Republican. So there seems to be little threat of a Democrat taking the seat. But going back to the question I asked Adam Hewitt, what's a Republican? Um, you know, McCarthy was a major fundraiser who built major networks, uh, CEOs, major donors. And so when I heard that he was resigning, my first thought was he, he's going to be a lobbyist. But what's he going to lobby for? And then uh, I looked further into his op-ed and he said, I look forward to helping entrepreneurs and risk takers reach their full potential. Well, that's curious. And then today I, I was sent some clips that contain commentary from a DC journalist. Her name's Natalie Winters. And she now co-hosts the war room with Steve Bannon and all the lefties out there in radio land. Your head's just exploded because you know, Steve Bannon, he's just that conspiracist. He's that evil Trump guy that defied a subpoena from Congress and got arrested for it. What, are we talking about Hunter? Oh, no, no, no. Steve Bannon. Uh, so here, I want you to take a listen uh, to cut three 
Um, and again, this is Natalie Winters, a D.C. journalist. It's the Fox. It's the Fox News mindset, right? It's controlled opposition, and I think that's what what you ultimately come to realize that we don't actually have many Republicans who are fighting with us, right? It's Garrett Graves standing up there mocking Matt Gates for fundraising off of actual American patriots. I don't know about you guys. I'd rather have candidates who are funded by people in this audience than candidates who are funded by our very sworn enemies, like big pharma, big tech, frankly, the Chinese Communist Party and their entire lobbying apparatus. That is. Very very alive and well on Capitol Hill. And Steve, I think we also have to bring up that, I don't know if you guys all read Axios, I'm sure you do, because I know the war room posse is very well informed, but they were breaking today that Kevin McCarthy's former chief of staff just set up, you guessed it, a lobbying shop. And guess who his first client slash partnership is? Take a guess. Bill Barr. Oh. Does that show you how the system works? First, I want to come back to the idea that Fox News is controlled opposition. I'm going to come back to that shortly, and I'm going to give you my firsthand experience with how they worked in Ohio days before the 2022 U.S. Senate race, particularly with me and the Ohio Press Network, and you might be shocked, frankly. Uh, Second, big pharma, big tech, and China's interests alive and well on the Hill. Note, Bill Barr was the AG with George H.W. Bush. So he's a Bush Republican who later served in the Trump administration in 19 and 20. And then um, Natalie Winters finishes her thought on McCarthy and the appearance of opposition in Washington, D.C. And that's uh, that's the important point here. So I want to go to cut four. That's exactly how the system works. And remember, McCarthy's top advisor was someone who wasn't just lobbying for big pharma and big tech. He was linked to the Chinese Communist Party, lobbying for clients who are part of their state-owned enterprise complex. And I remember back when I was working at the National Pulse, again, more of a funny story, but Raheem and I had found out that that infamous apartment that McCarthy uh, and this guy were sharing, that the parent company that oh, owned Frank, it... Frank Luntz. Yeah, Frank Luntz, that it was actually controlled Republican. by, I kid you not, Mao's grandson. (laughs) So it just shows you how deep the corruption runs. But frankly, when these people don't believe in America, I would argue when they hate this country, when the intentional is just, when the destruction is intentional, of course they're going to partner with the Chinese Communist Party. Of course they're going to partner with the World Economic Forum because they share the same goal. So is, is McCarthy controlled opposition? Big pharma, big tech, (laughs) links to communist China, Biden's. Um, is that a blow the lid off surprise? No, it's not. It just shows how deep the swamp is and that making money for yourself and with business partners is the goal. And America first is important only if it serves self enrichment. So when I look at the data centers, when I look at espionage and surveillance, I go, um, big tech, big pharma, communist China, they have partners in D.C. that are willing to sell us out. So in July of this year, the Fourth Amendment is not for sale act passed out of the Judiciary Committee. And I think there was a companion piece of legislation created in the Senate 
by Ron Wyden. And the bill has bipartisan sponsorship, which means Democrats and Republicans both support it. I don't believe it has passed yet. And uh, when we talk to Congressman Davidson next and or uh, Congressman Jordan, frequent guest to the show, we'll ask them where this is. The legislation would require the government to get a court order to force data brokers to disclose data, the same kind of court order needed to compel data from tech and phone companies. Now, it stops law enforcement and intelligence agencies buying data on people in the U.S. and about Americans abroad. If the data was obtained from a user's account or device or via deception, hacking, violations of contract, privacy policy, or terms of service, as such, this bill prevents the government from buying data. Uh, It extends existing privacy laws to firms that own data, cables, and cell towers, And it closes loopholes that permit the intelligence community to buy or otherwise acquire metadata about Americans' international calls, texts, and emails to family and friends abroad and obtain records about their web browsing of foreign websites, information that would normally require a court order to compel. It takes away the attorney general's authority to grant civil immunity to providers and other third parties for assistance with surveillance not required or permitted by statute. Providers retain immunity for surveillance assistance ordered by a court. Um, That's a pretty important piece of legislation, all things considered. So we're going to keep an eye and a pulse on that. I told you at the top of the show that I wanted to dive into this December Harvard Caps Harris poll. Um, Most voters want the United States to support Israel and Ukraine. So what does that mean? 65% of voters think the U.S. should be supporting Israel in its war against Hamas. 65% separately think the U.S. should be supporting Ukraine in its war against Russia. Now, support doesn't necessarily mean financial aid or assistance. My gut feeling, and I know this is against the grain, is that we should be aiding Ukraine in peace negotiations and peace talks. And I do believe that we should do things that are, I don't know, expeditious, like letting the, was it 12,000 or 24,000 rifles that the Biden administration is slow rolling into Israel under the false notion that we're not sure whose hands those are going to get into. Are you kidding me? Uh, 54% of voters support giving $14 billion in aid to Israel. 49% support giving an additional $50 billion in aid to Ukraine. So that means 16% believe in giving support that is not financial. That's how I read those numbers. Uh, Republicans are most likely to support aid to Israel and Democrats must support most support aid to Ukraine. No kidding. No, I, look, you go on Twitter and every every lefty account seems to have either a rainbow flag or a Ukrainian flag. Am I wrong? Let, let me know if I am. Um, but 
voters want more action on immigration. Biden's approval rating on immigration dropped eight points to 38 percent. Now, the 38 percent, they must have polled the 1.7 million gotaways, the people who are benefiting from the Mexican drug cartels, the 270 owners of China properties that are creating concentrated marijuana that's being distributed illegally. Is that, that has to be the group that comprises 38. 38% of you approve of Biden's border policy? Okay, I'll give you a pass on this because I don't think corporate-owned media outlets tell you the truth. The truth is the money and the action regarding the southern border is for processing. It's not for apprehending. It's not for enforcing immigration law. It's paper shufflers getting everybody over into the country and turning them loose. But I don't know if everybody knows that. 57% of voters believe Trump had better immigration policies than Biden. Only 8% of voters, and here it is. How about this? Only 8% of voters knew that over 3 million people crossed the border illegally in the past year. The majority believed the number was under 500,000. Now, that is case in point why I have trouble sleeping at night knowing what I know uncovering what we uncover, reporting what we report, we need a bigger megaphone. We need more people sharing the truth. That is a direct result of blue poison pill progressive journalists. I'm going to call them propagandists. They, they, they swallow the, the blue poison pill of progressivism and they're propagandists and they're They're telling you about the border. They're telling you that these people are seeking asylum and America is the place where all those who are weary and weak come and we need to let them in lest we be Christian nationalists or xenophobes or racists. Um, Voters think they are worse off under Biden, although views on the economy are ticking up. 55% of voters say they are worse off personally. During Biden's presidency and 61% say they were better off personally during Trump's presidency. 44% say the economy is strong today, up six points in the past six months. I'm going to put a little asterisk on there. I think the average person who's buying groceries, putting gas in the tank, buying Christmas gifts is seeing an increase in prices. I do believe that people who own large, more expensive assets have seen an increase in the value of their assets and have probably seen their wealth elevate. So that might be why 44% say the economy is stronger today. More on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.